The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Podorotica Podcast. I'm uh, Dame Midriff. I'm Madame Trampstamp. And I'm... <laughs> Scarlett Johan job. <laughs> hey, Scar. Scar Joe. Oh. Scar Joe HJ. Speaking of uh, a Scar, a Scarlet, <laughs> I laugh my ass off watching Ivana Lynch on Dancing with the Stars and seeing Pansy Parkinson and Blaze Zabini in the audience. I watched it because you sent it to me. About died. Always supporting her. Uh, also the yeah. Harry Potter music in the beginning. Yeah. Like it was like to cue the audience to <laughs> who she is. <laughs> so good. That episode from a few weeks ago was great. I loved it. <laughs> Still thinking about it. Still. Hey, it's just a video that's circling the internet, at, Danny. At least it's still the right year, Allie, which is not something you can always say. For your <laughs> yeah. Most of my references are a good decade out, so yeah, I feel good. So we don't really have that much housekeeping to do. No. Um, keep a clean house. Yeah, Dobby's been doing a good job. Housekeeping. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to sound like a knock. Housekeeping. <laughs> Help. <laughs> the big announcement we have to make is about our live what are we calling it? The ho ho, ho, ho horny ho ho horny, horny holiday, holiday show. show. We're a month out. Yeah, super. In one month from today, November sixth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, and we still have some tickets left, so you can go on our website to the events tab, or our Facebook page, or our Facebook group, and any of those places you can find the Eventbrite link. And I'm super psyched. It's We're gonna, gonna have really good. singing and dancing and and like per usual. If you have been to or listened to one of our live shows, we usually choose the weirdest stories ah. like because they're short we just gotta we have to get right into the bone right in. into it it's like we took a quickie we had an r and now it's a quirky yeah and that's our holiday show <laughs> a quirky i like that I like it too yeah so we're so excited and it's seats are limited yeah they are so it's a smaller theater and we wanted it to be that way because we wanted an intimate experience we wanted to make eye contact with everyone mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> really uncomfortably <laughs> long the, the stages in the center it just slowly rotates so we'll be locking eyes on the extra dirty parts with everyone we're just doing an interpretive show actually <laughs> we're not actually speaking in we're going to be dancing while the text from the story is up behind us it's just a giant orgy <laughs> tricking everyone so so come on down yeah. um the other timely announcement is election day it's the midterm election in so the US. we're not going to get political but we will say Paterotica makes for ideal Waiting in line conditions. Yes. Yes. Grocery stores, DMVs, election polling areas. Yes. Get out and vote. Cock the vote. Cock the vote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, this is episode seven. Oh my god. We're we're almost done. We're cruising through this season. (sighs) Well, should we do the pensive about what just happened? Because I have been so worried for him to get his chastity belt off. Actually. Uh. Even more so, we found out that we think that it might be enchanted like a la Black Cloth or the original Black Cloth because we ended after Dumbledore got punished by Gellert for being a little lippy. Um, he had to wear the chesty belt for what, three days? I think it's three, yeah. Three days and... He's in class trying to teach with this yes, thing on. and he starts feeling these sensations, these vibrations, and he's like, that can't be true, and that's where it ended. You know, somebody, a student probably walked out and was like, what's up Dumbledore's butt? And he's like, it's actually a chastity belt. <laughs> Nothing's up my butt. Not as much as much. Way to rub it in. Fortunately, <laughs> what'd you say? Not what I'd like. Wow, I'm excited, guys. Me too. D- uh, Danny. Oh. Dumbledore needs to get 
get this chastity belt up. Maybe Danny does too. We don't know. But Danny's reading today. So. Also, also, okay, class. Today we'll be learning the Alohomora charm. Alohomora. Clink. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Student misfires and unlocks his chastity belt. Everybody, point your wands at my waist. <laughs> if we all do this together, together now. <laughs> Finally. Uh, okay. Remember that we were like, would Gellert know? But I think it was that he was going to have no way to like put it back on. Like he was going to know somehow. Yeah, he probably he can get it, it off, off, but he can't get it back on. I think it was also the like. He just duct taped it back on. This is how it was. This is how you left me. It's like a squid ink or like, you know, how ink when you buy clothing oh, yeah. and it yeah. explodes, like takes it off and it's squid ink yeah. and just. But right he tries to buy like a clothing retagger and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like a hot glue gun or yeah, something. It's not, it's not working, Dumbledore. But I think the idea was he was like, you can take it off, but like if you keep it on, you'll be rewarded. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, gang, let's do it. Are you okay, Professor? Marguerite's concerned inquiry jolted him from his shocked stupor, and he realized that he had been standing slack-jawed as his class watched him expectantly. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Oops. He quickly scanned the class full of students in horror, thinking that they must somehow sense what was happening. But all he found was a mix of yawning boredom, eager attentiveness, and mild concern. Yes, thank you. I'm quite all right. Now, if you will take your... Now, if you will take note, it is important Danny's to... Danny's wearing his chastity belt, which is why he's so worked up right now. And we're vibrating. <laughs> it's important to not swing the wrist too vigorously during the motion. Albus demonstrated the wand movement quickly, ignoring the pleasant sensation enveloping his penis, and then set the class back to practicing <laughs> and took refuge behind his desk. You guys, I feel like everything he's doing is going to set him off. Like, don't swing your wrist too vigorously during the motion. He's probably going to... Cream his pants right now. I just think it's happening whether he likes it or not, and he has to try to be cool. It was not a moment too soon as he felt the restrictive band, his only saving grace up until this point, loosen tightly, allowing a small trickle of blood to flow into the stimulated flesh and begin to harden his prick. Ugh, actually, I'm feeling slightly unwell. Class is dismissed today. You can use this extra time to study for your newts. Chastity belts are why teachers put on <laughs> movies. Right? That's like a John Mulaney joke. It's got to be like a correlation somehow. <laughs> when they roll in the, uh. in the TV on a black stand. Extra time to send nudes. Newts. Newts. <gasps> that we could haven't be ever our... said send newts. Send newts. Not yet. Cute. Now we have. It doesn't make sense, but I like it. That Sounds can good. be our fowls. Nude scamander. Is nudes. We've never made a Nudes Commander joke. A nude. Nudes is a picture of him. That's better than, you know? Yeah. That could be for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I love that. We're getting ahead of ourselves. There's <laughs> so many holidays ahead right now. <laughs> we haven't even hit Thanksgiving. Sorry, my brain's all on Easter as we do like a huge breath. <laughs> the class looked surprised but pleased and began to pack up the things. Albus watched impatiently as the last few students finally made their way out of the corridor, pulled out his wand, and cast a coloportus at the door with a sigh of relief. Merlin's balls, I have to get this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Albus scrabbled to pull his robes up around his waist, unfastened his suspenders, and pulled down his trousers and pants. Oh my pants. gosh, he's like so many class layers. dismissed and he's in the classroom just doing this? <laughs> he sunk into the chair and had his wand pointed at the torturous device. <laughs> The lucky or on his lips when he stopped. I hope there's no paintings in his classroom. No kidding. That are like oh. old headmasters or are people observing his behavior right there now. There for sure are. <laughs> Harry's like, well, Harry's predecessors are asleep like under the invisibility glow. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky or on his lips when he stopped. 
He really didn't want to disappoint his master. And now that the children were no longer here, his feelings of horror and embarrassment were transitioning into arousal and excitement. Mm. Albus reached out and set his wand down on his desk and gripped the armrest of his chair, uh-huh. settling himself into the sweet torture. And this is how he came to first meet Horace Slughorn. <laughs> he was sitting on Slughorn during that moment. Sure, I'll work here. <laughs> Beep, boop, doot, doot. Albus knocked on Gellert's front door feverishly. He wasn't supposed to be feverishly. there. Le, oh, feverishly. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be there till nine, but he Lindsay rushed <laughs> to there. But the chastity belt was driving him to distraction, and he was desperate to get it off. He had been f- <laughs> and his balls were chapped, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had been fortunate that the vibrations hadn't started until his final class of the day, but they continued through the late afternoon and into the evening, and he had to claim illness and have the house elves deliver dinner to his chambers, unwilling to risk a trip down to the great hall. He was proud that he had not only refrained from releasing the belt, but he'd even managed to keep from touching himself, knowing instinctively that would make his master happy. You guys, do you think that this is like the origin of the Shrieking Shack before Remus got there, that this is where Dumbledore went off to, like, release? <laughs> Scream through his vibrations? Through his vibrations of his chest. I like it. Right, he's like, I needed to, I needed to shriek so nobody can hear me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He waited a few moments, hopping from one foot to the other, (laughs) which did little to abate his discomfort. Finally, the door swung open, and there stood Gellert, smiling serenely at him. Albus, he greeted him airily, you're early. Oh, God, he's going to be punished for early, too? (laughs) (laughs) I know, Albus groaned. I hope that's okay. It's fine, he assured him, stepping aside to allow Albus to enter. I just don't like you being late. You know what happens when you turn up late. Yes, master. Albus replied automatically, trying not to limp as he entered the darkened living room. (laughs) Oh, boy. Gellert chuckled and swished his wand above his head, causing the many candles in the room to ignite, bathing the room in soft light. We aren't playing yet, Albus. You don't have to call me master now. I know, but Albus winced as he (laughs) sat down on the camelback sofa. I'm I'm happy to start playing now if you'd like. (laughs) No, Albus, that's not how this works. (laughs) Gellert couldn't help the smirk that teased the corner of his lips. He sat in the parlor chair and watched Albus writhe under his intense gaze. Are you in some discomfort, Albus? He simpered. Yes, master, he replied, his voice slightly strained. Gellert nodded sympathetically. Yes, chastity belts can be quite uncomfortable, especially for a well-endowed cult like yourself. (laughs) Of course, play. (laughs) Or, so, do you think you've learned your lesson? Yes, master, Albus replied desperately. And if we play, do you promise to behave yourself this time? <laughs> the word. This is what just happened in my head. Colt to pony. And then the lyrics went in my head like this. You're horny, let's do it. Hung like a horsey. So I just wanted to share that with Proud you. of you. Thank you. And my head went. <laughs> Colt, horse, horsey slughorn instead of horse slughorn. Oh, horsey slughorn. Yeah. Huh. That would be like, like if Horace was hung. Maybe. Yeah. Hung like cool. a horse. I'm like a horse. <laughs> it could be. That's the real expression. <gasps> now I want to do a whole bunch of like if expressions originated in the wizarding world. Mm. Like, so and, great. And oh my gosh, what if muggles always misheard them? We're like, you know, hung like a horse. And you're like, you just and it's actually horse. hung like oh, a horse. Yeah. <gasps> we have to do that in all of our spare time. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a dong bonus. Dong boner. Muggled expressions. Muggled up expressions. I love it. Muggled up. Instead of muffled. Or muddled. Instead of muddled, it'd be muggled. Yeah. But they aren't, they're already muggled now. They muggled them. We're demuggling them. 
We're going to show the origin of the yeah. muggling. <laughs> the pre-muggling. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. Okay. And I was thinking Colts, Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> yeah. Every Sports. football player I know about those Listen. that Yeah. Stats. Touchdown. Touch me down there. And if we play, do you promise to behave yourself this time? Yes, Master. Albus repeated immediately. Absolutely. Gellert grinned broadly. We'll see. Gellert rose to his feet and walked. I love the two distinct personalities you're giving them right now. We'll it's like see. kind of like. so good. It's like Albus is very Dobby-ish right now. Uh-huh. And then I love the dismissive <laughs> Gellert. Are you guys going to see Danny's face? And he went, uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Like, obviously. I've been studying. been practicing. Thank you for noticing. You've read my cast notes. <laughs> Gellert rose to his feet and walked across the room towards a long sideboard. Albus noticed curiously that it had black silk sheet draped over it. Mm. He tore his gaze away from the sideboard to look at Gellert, who had his arms crossed and a stony expression. You've been a bad boy, my little Kelpie, he whispered. What is it going to take? What is it going to take to drink you? I don't know, maybe three days in a chastity (laughs) belt? That's cursed? Enchanted? Albus felt like all the blood in his body rushed towards his groin, leaving him feeling lightheaded with arousal at the mere thought of what his master was going to do to him. It was an uncomfortable sensation as the chassis belt restricted his erection. He only hoped he'd been well enough behaved to be permitted to take it off. The matron considered him carefully for a moment before he spoke up again. Strip, he ordered. Albus hesitated. Strip here, he said uncertainly. Not downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) You know that unwavering Hogwarts professor that we know and love with just a twinkle in his eye? This is where he started. Scared shitless. <laughs> but, the, but you run an Airbnb and there's a family over there. <laughs> Did I say downstairs? Ooh. Asked the matron sharply. Ooh. Albus blushed at questioning his master. And without further prompting, he began to strip in the middle of the living room. He this is when Pony starts playing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he couldn't help the sigh of relief as he slipped off the chastity belt his achingly hard erection springing free the moment he pushed the infernal contraption down past his thighs. Boy, oh, 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 there's like a doing, oh, oh, yeah. musical instrument. Yeah, yeah. What do you picture? Stupid. You have to. No, I was going to say, I picture Horace Slughorn in the corner with like the turntables <laughs> setting up pony. So now he's the DJ too? <laughs> he's Why can't the you DJ too. He's, he doesn't have And his brother is the table? <laughs> he, doesn't know to, he doesn't know how to relax in this situation. <laughs> No chill, Horace. <laughs> right here in front of Horace? <laughs> Upstairs where Horace is practicing his DJ. No thanks. Did I stutter? No thanks. <laughs> okay. <sighs> What's happening in that curly-haired brain of yours? It's crazy today. When he had shed all of his clothes, leaving them in a neat pile on the camelback sofa, oh, Boy Scout Horace, (laughs) he waited for further instruction. The matrix gave Albus's body an appreciative once over. You've done well, little Kelpie. Very well, indeed, he said appraisingly. I think it's time for your reward. Stand still, he ordered, turning to face the sideboard. Don't move a muscle. Albus did as he was told, struggling to follow the matrix's movements without turning his head. The matron pulled back the silk sheet to reveal an assortment of metallic and leather instruments. A trombone. <laughs> a 
twelve-piece brass band, a, a clarinet, a flute, and an oboe. An original New Orleans-style brass band started to play, and Elvis couldn't help but gasp at the sight. An, an original tuba. Elvis panicked a little as he saw the major pickup. What he saxophone, thought: saxophone, saxophone. Was he thought was pickup, another chassis belt. But as he stepped back towards Albus, he realized curiously that it was a jock strap. Oh, a magical jock strap? <laughs> the same kind that he had seen the man Gellert had been playing with at the club wearing. Ooh. The major reached around Albus's waist and attached the belt strap before tucking his cock into the holder. Giving Albus's arse a light squeeze for no other reason than because it pleased him to do so, he turned back to the sideboard and picked up a T-shaped spreader bar that had a dragon leather collar and cuffs. <gasps> This is so crazy. He walked behind Albus and carefully brushed his long auburn hair from his neck, the feather-like graze of his fingertips causing goosebumps to erupt across his flesh. T-shaped spreader bar. His dick is tucked into the leather. You guys picture a T and his arms like that, and the cuff is at the top of the T for his neck. Oh, And ah. there's cuffs for his hands. Ah. Can you picture it? Like a T? Got it. Like a capital T, because a lowercase T is a different symbol. Yeah, because he'd have to curve his leg. Got it. (laughs) I think he meant across. across. <laughs> Not like a cursive like serif T. Yeah, serif. Oh, you didn't mean a serif T? He's like this on it. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. So dainty. <laughs> like I said, serif T shaped. Like in a children's one, the capital T, the lowercase T, or the serif T. Not the serif T. Not the serif T. My ankles no. are weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this around your neck, the major explained softly. Let me know if it is too tight. He slipped the soft leather collar around Albus's neck and began to fasten it, making it snug enough that it rested comfortably against his skin, but not so tight as to restrict his breathing. Put your hands behind your back, he ordered. Albus obeyed, waiting patiently as the matra fastened the cuffs around his wrists. How does that feel, he asked. Albus flexed his wrists and neck, meeting some resistance, but nothing was tight enough to pinch his skin or restrict circulation. <laughs> I just picture that Gaston would be a really bad sub because he'd just flex and the leather would break. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst. <clears throat> Stop eating those eggs. <laughs> Feels good, master, he confirmed quietly. The matrix smiled appraisingly at him, enjoying the rich blue-green glow of the ring casting <laughs> beams. <laughs> May I help you? <laughs> Never happens. Five dozen eggs, Gaston. Every day. Gaston, so many eggs. Too much protein. Do you even eat vegetables? Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Well, he's good at swallowing something, so he might not be a might not be a good sub, but he's good for something else. Something. Feels good, master. Confirmed quietly. The matron smiled appraisingly at him, enjoying the rich blue-green glow of the ring casting beams of light onto Elvis's freckled back. Wow. Freckled? Then turned wordlessly back to the sideboard, picking up the leg spreader before lowering onto his knees in front of Elvis's very erect cock. His three-day erect cock. Oh, my God. The matron smirked and brought his lips close to the already sodden fabric covering his erection. So keen. Wow. It's a lot of pre-cum. So keen. That's such a cute way to say Uh it. So keen, he teased. Oh. I thought that was you saying that. No. Help. I think it's still cute. I'm not that great. No, I think it's really cute. I just I was like, I can't picture that that would be part of Danny's lexicon. Ah, so keen. Yeah, he's so keen. I was like, huh. In, in third grade in the bathroom, there was a sign that said, it's keen to be clean. And hmm. I spent my entire elementary school 
career wondering, what does that mean? <laughs> you just figure it out right now. But it still doesn't make sense. It's keen to be clean. It's like a good idea or... Yeah, like it's cool. Yeah. It sucks is what that is. <laughs> Needs some obedient writing. They do. Need Thank some you. new branding. We're going... Obedient agency. <laughs> 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 We're moving our agency to just focus solely on elementary schools. Signage. <laughs> Bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bathroom graffiti. Yikes. <laughs> so keen, he teased, running his finger up the shaft towards the tip. Albus gasped and his cock twitched at the sensation. He remained stock still, resisting the temptation to thrust his hips forward. You're showing an incredible amount of restraint, the matron noted, pushing Albus's legs further apart before securing the leather cuffs around his ankles. Perhaps we're making progress with your training after all. I love the idea that maybe all of Dumbledore's famous sayings um, come from this. <laughs> like, doesn't he have the famous one? Uh, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow up to be. You know, like, yeah. it's like, I wasn't born in this, but now I am now a I sub. Am. My <laughs> erection wasn't born in this strap, but it grew to where it is today. It's it's where he learned all this stuff. He rose to his feet and gave Albus's cock a slight tug, baring his teeth menacingly as he did so. Get on your knees. Albus immediately dropped to his knees without a second thought, ready and willing for whatever reward his master saw fit to deal him. The matron drew the riding crop from its holder and held it out for Albus's perusal. Let's see if you can hold your tongue this time, hmm, he teased. Without warning, the matron swung the crop down and struck Albus's right nipple. Ow. He better strike that other one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Them's the rules. Fuck, he shouted, the pale skin immediately blooming red as the sharp sting subsided and a pleasant warmth spread across his chest. The matron struck again on the left nipple at this time. Wango! <laughs> but Albus had been better prepared for it, so he gritted his teeth and rode the wave of pain and pleasure as his master continued to play strategic strikes across his abdomen, his shoulders, the front of his thighs. The only time I want you to use your tongue is when I give you permission to, the matron warned. Understood? Whack! I want to try. Whack! Oh? You try. Whack! Hold on. Because oh. it's tight. <laughs> no. Wow. That was Love good. Lips. That was I good. Lips, you How do you? Thanks. Add it to your sound effect repertoire. <laughs> this is more. He's got a crop. Tons of Horace play. <laughs> Another strike, this time across both Arth's cheeks, causing Albus to grunt and twist against his restraints. They clinked noisily as he tried to move, but there was nowhere to go. Yes, master. He grunted, his breaths coming out in sharp, panting breaths now. Days of pent-up frustration meant he was already teetering towards the edge. He felt like his whole body was throbbing. His stomach, his arse, his cheeks, his cock, his entire body was pulsing with arousal. Another few blows from the riding crop and he'd come. Hard. The matron continued his ministrations on Albus's arse. Lindsay? Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> <Kabus>. <laughs> 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 oh, that's better. There, there we go. There we go. You're welcome. Ooh. Albus groaned and like his back bowed. <laughs> Just one more strike was all it could take. The strike that broke the camel's erection. <laughs> up, 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 shouted the matrix, cracking his whip against his thigh. With a Herculean effort, Albus rose to his feet. He straightened his back and closed his eyes, taking a moment to catch his breath. 
a matron gently brushed Albus's dump, damp hair out of his face and gave him a <laughs> brushed dump off the table because <laughs> he's lost all heard, bowel control. I heard dumb. His like dumb, dumb hair. <laughs> gently brushes stupid hair. Stupid hairdo. And gave him a warm smile. Good boy, he crooned. He inclined his head and said, bend over the sideboard. With some difficulty, Albus shuffled over to the sideboard and bent over it, his torso already slick with perspiration, sliding against its smooth, high-polished surface. The wood felt pleasantly cool against his heated skin, soothing the welts rising against his chest and stomach. A thrill of excitement shot through Albus as he felt the outline of his master's erection press against his rear. The matro wordlessly summoned one of the many candles and caught it in his outstretched hand. Uh-oh. Albus' eyes widened as the matra held out for his perusal. Would you like me to mark you, little Kelpie? He ah. offered. That way you can feel a part of me wherever you go. It's like a lighter bird in junior high. Oh, God. Fuck yes, groaned Albus. <laughs> there was nothing he I wanted more. I definitely won't regret this later. For sure. <laughs> There's that was what went through my head yeah, when I got my tattoo. <laughs> this is good. Same exact dialogue. There was nothing he wanted more. The matron raised the candle high above Albus and began to drizzle wax along his shoulder blades. Fuck, he hissed. Too much? Yes. <laughs> yes, too much. <laughs> he hissed. Too much? Asked the matron, pausing. Albus gritted his teeth and shook his head. No, master. He huffed out in a forced breath. Keep going. The matron continued, drawing long lines of liquid from each of his shoulders down to meet at a point in the dip of his lower back, forming the shape of a triangle. <gasps> oh, he's doing it. As he continued to mark his symbol across the little Kelpie's flush like a brand. Wow, wow. He marveled at how the muscles in his back twitched and trembled as the hot wax struck his skin, but he held his tongue as requested. The matron smiled to himself. This would certainly be his masterpiece. As he poured the final strip of wax down the center of his spine, Albus cried out and his back bowed as he came. There's restraints clinking and clattering as his body began to shake. The matron felt an intense wave of pleasure pulse through him at the sight of the man beneath him. His beautiful pale skin inflamed a sublime shade of pink and little beads of sweat trickling down his lean back, taut with tension and arousal. And his arse. He gave it a hard smack and Albus shivered and whimpered, primed and ready to fuck. He really was a sight to behold. He blew out the candle and played. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> he blew out the candle and placed it carefully on the sideboard, listening patiently as Alice's breathing began to slow and even out again. Did you enjoy that? He asked quietly. Yes, master, slurred Alvis, his expression dreamy and contented. Thank you. You earned it, he replied. Good behavior reaps rewards. Now. He nudged his cock against Albus's entrance again. Are you ready for me to fuck you? Yes, master, please, he whimpered, trying to press his hips back against the matron's aching length. In terms of intimacy and submission, the only other thing on par to allowing the matron to mark his skin was to get fucked by him. Have they not done this yet? They did. They did. Last time, yeah. I know he sucked his D. I don't remember them having sex. No, the dildo was having sex with him. They haven't. No. Oh. What if he's like, first, I'm going to mark you with candles. Now I'm going to mark you with my jizz. And it takes like 14 times. <laughs> Got to finish out the second ball. Got to finish out the... Perfect. Just an art lesson. <laughs> yeah. It would make him feel as though he truly belonged to his master. Branded. 
fucked and owned by the maitre de la petite mont. He would think of nothing he wanted more. Albus let out a low, guttural moan as the maitre slid his cock inside of him, then stilled, giving him a moment to catch his breath. When he withdrew on the next stroke, Albus cried out as the maitre's cock grazed against his prostate, rubbing it again on his reclaiming. A sharp spark of pleasure rushed through his pelvis and up his spine, so intense that it was almost overwhelming. The maitre gripped Albus's hips tightly and picked up speed and the pleasure intensified, spreading outwards from his groin through his whole body to the tips of his toes. He was so lost in the spiral of grunts and panting breaths and rattling chains, <laughs> so lost to the exquisite pain and pleasure his master imparted to him, everything else in the world seemed to melt away and disappear. There was only him and his master, and it was perfect. Oh. Dumbledore is like the bloody baron right now. Just like, like clanking <laughs> chains. around. Chains. <laughs> Dra- <laughs> dragging around the basement. <laughs> the matron continued to piston his hips back and forth. Whoa, what a verb. Great verb. Wow. Good one. But he was so close now, it would only take a couple more strokes to make him come. A whimper escaped his lips and he felt his balls tighten, teetering on the edge. Gripping Albus's hips tightly, he thrust his hips forward and grunted, Good. Drew back and thrust in again, coming this time as he groaned, Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Artistic touch. <laughs> The matrix collapsed forward onto Albus's back, his head spinning. He felt his little kelpie trembling beneath him and ran his hands covetously through his hair, down his beaten and branded back and across the globes of his perfect perk arse. That's what you get when you behave, he muttered, his voice low and hoarse. His H-O-A-R-S-E. <laughs> so many horses this episode. As Gellert released Albus from his restraints, he turned to face Gellert and kissed him. Kissing oh. was not something that Gellert would normally allow as submissive, but the look on Albus's face when he broke the kiss, an expression of lust, admiration, and submission, made him feel powerful and humble to have another person in look with such reverence. He would have to endeavor to earn it. Wow. The <sighs> Wow. Simoux. I don't think I've breathed in the last five minutes. Ooh. Intense. <sighs> When, when it's, it's time, time to, to just me, oh, only bye. me, you guys get out of here. <laughs> Call me master. <laughs> Crazy upper chastity belt. You disobeyed me. A chastity, a chastity belt. Oh, for chastity. Oh, nice. Look at him, he's so excited. Oh, shit. Just like you locked diaper. eyes and you went, when it's time to sing, it is my turn and not yours. <laughs> okay, go. Now I have all the power. When it's time to sing, check your magical ring. Is it yellow, red, or green? (gasps) Or sometimes blue. Mine is definitely, again, I think similar to last week, definitely green for the amount of pleasure that Dumbledore and Gallert got out of it because both seemed happy. Wax and burning and branding stuff. Love branding, hate getting branded. <laughs> big fan of We're brands. Big fans of branding too. Not a big fan of wax branding. Uh, but it really got his wound up. Uh, did he come when that happened? He shuddered. Who? Albus come when he got branded. Geller did. Did Bra- did Brandy? No, Albus <laughs> did Brandy. <came. laughs> Albus came when he was branded, but I don't think we found out if he came this again. Time. Yeah. Okay. Uh so I'm similar to you, Danny. I am green for how much 
Dumby is enjoying this. I have ajadu right now. My whole chest is tight. What's the word you said? Ajadu. It's like a word we use in my family. It's like a tight chest <laughs> when you're like anxious. You go, I got the aj. <laughs> my chest, is, my whole body is yeah. rigid from this scene because it was so much torture. Oh, boy. But I'm, yeah. I'm green. I'm going to give it a green ring because Elvis, he's happy. When he's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm ultimately a green as well. Same sort of notes, but then th- what really turned me green and almost blue was them kissing. And Albus like Albus like initiating and then Gellert being like, I'm not normally into that, or I wouldn't normally let a submissive do that. I thought that was very yeah. sweet. Right. He tender, wasn't like tender moment. A kiss, yeah. quadruple chastity belt, yeah, not yeah, for a so month. I don't want to be interrupted. <laughs> I'm just gonna you guys we always do predictions for how's this gonna yeah. end? Are they gonna like just have this sort of like sexual relationship? Are they going to think they're going to go on a date? I think they're going to like the ending scene is then going to be something about them going on a date. Lading the tramping some spaghetti. Yeah. I think this is going to quickly turn canon. And I think Geller is going to whisper, let's kill all the muggles. And Dumbledore is going to be like, you can hurt me, but not the muggles. You're my fiercest enemy. And that's how it just transitions. Scamander, get him. (laughs) Scamander. Send 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 nudes. Send nudes. And on that note, that's a callback. And see you for the finale. Woo! For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast. Or join our private Facebook group, The Potterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at potteroticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.